Welcome to Make the Shift Podcast. I'm Destiny Berman, a model marketer and a course launch strategist. After 15 years of leading large-scale marketing campaigns in Silicon Valley, I left my corporate life when I realized I had a deeper calling. Now, I help teachers and entrepreneurs just like you make that life-changing shift from offline to online in order to create the business and life they've always wanted. This podcast will give you the roadmap and the inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work by launching digital courses and online schools. The world needs what you have to offer. It's time to make your specialty your destiny. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. So today's episode, I want to dive into how to warm up a cold audience. Now, why this topic is important, why the subject is important is because when we start to go into this world of digital marketing and we start to reach new people, which is a big part of our objective, yes, we want to move beyond the people who know us within our local communities from just strictly referral and word of mouth. So we're tapping into the vastness and the reach of online. The funny thing is we all want to reach more people and we want to change more lives and we want to, you know, have our work impact more lives. And that is one of the blessings of the internet is to reach. The tricky thing about limitless internet reach is that the touch points are important and the commitment that we're asking for from people doesn't have the same feeling and the same depth of connection as someone who came to you and heard you speak at a conference or from referral word of mouth in that they were asking for a specific service and a trusted friend or colleague referred you. The weight of a new person finding you is just going to be a lot less when they find you on the internet and it's just going to take more time. So the scale is there and the reach is there, but it's up to us as a business owner, as an educator, as a facilitator to do our part in terms of having people get to know us in a methodical and a strategic way. Because the question comes back to, how do I get new people to know me, to like me, to engage with me so they'll ultimately buy from me? How do I get new best fit people to buy from me? And it's very much like building a relationship. We're just doing it in a different format. So we're building it at scale. We're creating multiple touch points to engage with people and also know that you're competing against attention. You're competing against time and you're competing against newness. So that's a paradox. And that's the intrinsic conflict. Because when you start to put yourself out there in this vast world of the internet, the vast world of online, what's happening is you're doing a pattern interrupt. People are scrolling, they're looking at things, you're getting your content in front of them using advertising or organic efforts, and you're asking them to say, hey, check this out. Versus if they were someone who was looking for something and they want to do a search or they want to ask a friend or they tap into their networks. So you're interrupting and you're fighting for their attention. 
but the reach is there. So if you do this well, you'll be able to find the right balance between getting in front of enough people so that you can warm up a percentage of people for them to get to know you. So first, let's break down the definition of cold versus warm audience and why that's so important. So cold audience is someone who does not know you. They don't know your brand. They're not, they're not familiar with your brand. They don't know who you are. They don't necessarily know the kind of services, the kind of products that you offer. It's why companies or individuals who have a big brand have a big reach because their scope of a cold audience is a lot smaller than someone who has a smaller brand and less awareness. So cold audience is someone who doesn't know you and you're getting in front of them. So maybe you serve them that lead magnet ad or you put out a video and you cu- and you caught someone's attention who is a cold audience who's just getting to know you. The weight and strength of that relationship is very weak. Maybe they watch two minutes of a video, first point of contact. Maybe they like a post on Instagram and started to follow you. Maybe they watch five minutes of your YouTube video. Or a little bit deeper would be them giving you their name and and email address in exchange for some free content. So giving their name and email address is slightly deeper in the process than liking a post, watching two minutes of a video. But the point is, First, earlier points of contact, just getting to know you. And this phase is tricky in that it's easy for them to forget about you, even if they've given you their name, their email address. That piece of content that pulled them in, if we don't do our job to warm them up and to keep staying connected, they're going to forget about us. A warm audience is someone who has engaged with multiple pieces of content. So they're on your email list. They continue to listen to your podcasts. They continue to subscribe to your webinars. So they're warmer to you. They're checking you out. They're doing research. They're seeing if what you have to say, if what you have to teach is consistent and it resonates with you. When you do a course launch, the conversion rates will be higher with someone who is warm versus someone who is cold, period. Because warm is someone who has gone to know you. And especially if you're someone who launches a higher ticket, a higher, a more premium program and training, they need to get to know you before they make that level of investment and commitment to you or to the body of work. So it's important that you're always getting new people into your online community and you're always continually warming up people so that the size of your audience is in both buckets are always growing and always expanding. Now, what data shows is that time and time again, people need to engage with you over multiple touch points across different formats, meaning watching a video, signing up for a workshop, listening to a podcast episode. And this can sound and feel overwhelming because the first thought that probably comes to mind is, oh, does that mean that I need to be producing all these different pieces of content? The answer is yes and no, which can be a little tricky. But the point is you do want to be putting out consistent nurture content. And if you didn't catch my episode on nurturing your audience, so definitely want to check that out. But 
the point is, is that you do need to have consistent pieces of content to nurture your audience, but you can repurpose and use one format of content and push it out in different ways. So one piece of content can be transformed into multiple formats, a social post, a short video, a short workshop. So it's not that you have to come up with new content angles across all your different formats, but you do want to be mindful of one, the channels that you're on and committed to can be two channels and that you're showing up consistently with content so that they can engage repeatedly across different formats and different channels with you. Now, the other question that may come to mind for you is, it feels like I'm repeating myself. And does it matter that I'm putting out the same content themes across multiple formats? So here's the good news. And the other side of having short attention spans is one, it's good for people to repeat the content because it will stick. So even if they watched a webinar and then they watch a video on the same topic, one, that's a different format, likely different lengths. And two, it will get in there deeper for you. So what I would say is one, don't worry about having the same pieces, having the same teachings out there and that the repetition actually helps get you into people's mind deeper in addition to the teachings for themselves. Okay, so warm audience versus cold audience, why that matters. Now, we can use different ways to warm up your audience. So one is you always, always, always want to be building up your email list, and that's just important from day one. I remember when I first transitioned from being a consultant to building up my own audience, I did not have an email list. I wasn't thinking about building an email list until then. So I had to start using Facebook ads and Instagram ads to start building my list. I also leveraged my network and my relationships. So I had a lot of people who were past clients, current clients, colleagues who would recommend me. And so they were willing to refer me and I was building up my list that way. Now, in theory, a referral source, if it comes from online, is warmer. But the truth is I was building up essentially a brand new audience who was just getting to know me. And so when I just started to build up my list with ads, with referral partners, with client referrals, I started to heavily engage them with nurturing. I pumped out a lot of three, five minute videos, driving emails to those videos so that I can warm people up quicker. Now, the truth is, if you have a 20% open rate, that means 80% of the people didn't open up that email and clicked over to watch. So the other thing I did that worked really well was I use a video ad format. So I drove ads on Facebook using video view ads And I targeted people who are on my list and I targeted new people for them to watch that video. And that worked really nicely because now I'm driving people across two different channels to watch that same piece of video content over emails. And we know that a a big percentage of the people aren't opening up the emails and they're using ads. And so I was able to reach new people that way. So I recommend using your email platform, and then using advertising to warm new people up. So yes, someone new coming to watch two, three minutes of that five-minute video is a new person. But if you keep warming them up and then you get them on your email list and you're nurturing them on your email list, what's nice is now you're building up that relationship 
and you're touching them across different formats at different times in different ways. So the other consideration and what you want to be thinking about is, so you're nurturing, you're driving new people to read your emails, to watch your videos. And the question becomes, are you asking them to take the next step? Now, micro actions and micro commitments are key because as you warm up your cold audience, you're asking them to check it out, to consume new content from you. But you also want to ask them to engage because a new person coming into your audience, if they start to engage, that is going to show a deeper relationship. So if I were to use the example of dating and asking someone out on a date, if you ask them to join you for coffee and they say yes, that's a lower than commitment than someone even joining you for lunch or dinner, but they did say yes. So if you were to make dinner the equivalent of someone jumping into a paid program, the coffee date is a micro commitment. So for you, it would mean asking someone to sign up for your webinar. That's your micro commitment. We're asking someone to get on your wait list, to get on your program wait list. Now you're leading them closer, yes, to the end of their path here. So they decide after watching a video or two, opening up your nurture content, and now they have said, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm potentially interested in this program and I want to get on this wait list. They've said yes, they've taken action. And what's happening is you're training them in the best possible way. You're orienting them to say yes to the requests that you put out there. And they're moving closer in this relationship with you. And when you're using technology and using automation, the beautiful thing about the internet and technology is that it's doing all the heavy lifting for you. So none of this is manual and it's all automated. The third piece I want to bring up is segmenting your list and why that's important with warming up a cold versus a warmer audience. So in theory or in philosophy, the people who've been on your list for longer should know you more. I mean, they stayed on your list, especially if they have opened up some pieces of content from you, there's a longer relationship. And when we look at data for ourselves, when we look at data for our clients, the folks who jump into trainings, premium programs, generally have been on the list for a certain period of time. And some folks will join brand new coming to someone with the right marketing and messaging and and it's a good timing for them. But most folks will take two or three months and some folks years before they commit and jump into something. Now, some some of this is also just due to timing, so it's not all you know, it's not not all on the teacher and the marketer. But the point is, is that by philosophy, the longer someone's been on your list, they've engaged with your content. There's a deeper relationship. New people coming onto your list, they just watched your their first webinar with you. They just got on the on your passive lead magnet, your freebie. They're new to you, so my recommendation would be to compress the time for them to get to know you. And so new people coming onto your email list, we have more content offered to them over a shorter period of time. And then from there, they'll get pulled onto the regular list where they're getting weekly pieces of content. If you shorten that initial period of them getting to know you, that's important because you're reducing the risk of them forgetting about you 
or losing attention. And so if you grab them in deeper while still having it be a useful experience and worth their time, you increase the odds of the stickiness and retention and building a deeper relationship faster. So there you have it. The definition of a cold and warm audience, why it's important to consistently be growing your audience and be warming that pool of audience because the conversion rates go up for when you launch and put out the offer to jump into your paid program. Why leveraging emails and ads are a great way to touch your audience across different formats and why segmenting your list and warming them up faster in the beginning will be key. So what are your action items for this episode? So your action items here are, number one, you want to ask yourself, am I growing my cold audience, getting new people to get to know me on a consistent, regular basis? Am I building my email list or am I putting out regular videos where new people are getting exposed to them? If not, what is the action item, the one thing you can do right now to implement and get this into your marketing engine. Number three is assuming that you are growing your audience ongoing over time, how many touch points are you introducing them to? And here's the thing with touch points is that you don't have to be recreating this all the time. Get up your system and have technology automate this whole process for you. So what are the touch points with how you're engaging new people? Is there enough frequency, at least on a weekly basis, and what kinds of content? And then finally, the fourth consideration is for every piece of content that you're putting out there, are you leveraging this across different formats and turning this into static posts, into longer trainings, especially if there was a strong response to it? So you want to be looking at, am I leveraging each piece of content that I'm putting out there? So if you're interested in learning how to scale your expertise, how to scale your calling with digital programs and courses that are uniquely yours, I'm going to invite you to sign up for my free training, the five myths you need to look at and move through to create your six to seven figure course business. The link will be in the show notes. And finally, please, please, if you're enjoying the content you've been receiving so far, please leave us a review. And I can't wait to hear from you and see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. All the resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me in my Facebook group, The Skinny Launch Lab. And if you're loving this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next week, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.